This is episode two. This week's guest is Magda Mook, the CEO of the International Coaching Federation. While this might appear to be a conversation about coaching, it is so much more. We're talking about how coaching helps society thrive and at its heart is about human development. Stay tuned for a crucial insight on why thinking about what's possible is actually limiting. We'll discuss the road to reaching your full potential. You're listening to Extraordinary Work, conversations about creating change. I'm Terry Yaffe, founder of Try Coaching. Throughout my career, I've worked in many industries from fashion to advertising to sales. I'm a certified executive, career and business coach, and a TV and podcast host. This podcast will connect you with people who work passionately, striving to make a difference in their corner of the world. I hope these authentic and inspiring conversations will help you channel your ability to create change. Happy New Year. I'm thrilled to be starting 2022 by sharing with you my first interview podcast and having Magda Mook, the CEO of the International Coaching Federation, as my guest. When I think of someone that most embodies extraordinary work in helping create change and making an impact in their corner of the world, it's Magda. Welcome, my friend. Thank you so much. So, Magda, let's jump in. So tell us a bit about how you got to where you are. Well, first of all, Happy New Year to you. And uh, I'll thank you for this invitation. Um, well, that's, that's quite an interesting question if you wanted to unpack it, because there are so many ways you can define where you are. Right, that part of your question. Um, many of uh, people know that I am native of Poland. So I made my way from Poland to the United States good 26 years ago, and it became my home. And coaching, not even association management, was in my career. I am trained as an economist and international trade uh, expert. And so many career changes later, here I am leading the most wonderful uh, and impactful organization for professional coaches. So to answer your question more directly, I think that there was a good combination of being willing to take some risks, being willing to stay true to what drives me, and being willing to stick with it even when times were hard. You know, when you talk about to take risks, the drive and sticking with it, can you elaborate a little bit more on, on what that means? Because I think we all want, we all, right? We all want to take risks, but we're afraid. Mm -hmm. We're all, you know, there is drives there. And yet we, a lot of people don't stick with it. Of course, when we're younger, 
I think sometimes we just feel so invincible, right? It's just nothing's going to stop us. I mean, making mm. a move from Poland to the United States is not necessarily an easy <laughs> decision, one would think. But for me, it was like, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's do it. Um, but, you know, I, I'm just thinking about two, two people who uh, were instrumental, of course, in my life, but also just a couple of sentences each one of them said that, stayed with me for for my entire life and still still drive me one was my grandmother she was just a very sweet woman and she would sometimes say she would say be good to yourself okay don't forget to be good to yourself because if you don't do that it's difficult to be good to others it's like I did not understand that until I was much, much older. <laughs> but but that statement from grandma stayed, stayed with me. And then there was my dad, who, again, my brother and I, we were young. When my dad said to us, he said, guys, do whatever you want to do in your life. Seriously. Just be really good at it. And he was like, oh, okay. So be good at it. I think that that was something that helped me make some decisions, such as moving from my well-established life as an economist and international trade specialist to the field of association management, and eventually to coaching. It was like, can I be good at it? Will I be good at it? And what would help me be good at it? And finally, does it does it really excite me? And again, you know, when well, I'm probably sharing too much about my age, but when I was still living in Poland, associations, association management, not-for-profits, that sector was not very well known in Poland. So so that was quite a leap for me from even the perspective of determining a career. But there was something so absolutely drawing me about being able to make a difference that is systemic, that is lasting, and that really solves some significant issues that we're facing. And here we go, you know, I I, I got I just I just I must have get the bug and the rest is history. Wow. Um, very interesting and love hearing about your path and journey to to the US and to coaching. So mm-hmm. what was the defining moment for you when you stepped onto the doorstep mm-hmm. of the ICF, International Coach Federation? I mean, we go back a long time, Magda. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and I remember being on the board of the ICF New York City chapter, and there were people before you. You worked in the organization. Yes. And then all of a sudden, you were, boom, at the top of the food chain. Yes. <laughs> and it's been a while. So what, what was the defining moment getting to that place that's really a good question because when I look into my my um, career, if you will, there were not necessarily there was not a single 
defining moment that I could point to saying I really got the clarity of who I am or what I want to do. I would rather say there was a, a sequence of multiple little moments that pushed me a bit higher. I think, you know, the, the feeling I remember, and my gosh, yes, it's been, mm, it's been at least eight years, maybe more. Uh, I want to say probably closer to 10 when I became a CEO. And to this day, I remember the feeling. And the feeling was twofold. One was tremendous gratitude for mm. being able to step into the position uh, of leading the organization. And the other one was sheer panic. It was like, oh my God, now what? <laughs> you know, in a way, I think that this is good. This is an indication of decision, right decision being made. I think it is Sir uh, Richard Branson who says that if your dreams are not scaring you a little, that means that you're not dreaming big enough. That was one of those moments. It was like, yes, I, I wanted it. I think I can really change this organization. I can take it to a different level. And yet it was like oh, palpitation and, you know, mild heart attack with, oh my gosh, how are we going to do it? So, well, thank you for bringing me back 10, 10 years or so. You know, 10 years. Wow. And I, I love, I love what you said. And I wanted to pick up on it a little bit, which was even though you were scared, you forged ahead. And like myself, and I think a lot of other people that are listening, I have defining moments when I joined the ICF board and I became secretary and I never wanted to be president. Mm -hmm. I wanted to stay being secretary. And all of a sudden, oh my God, I was president. And I thought, holy crap, <laughs> you know? <laughs> How am I going to do this? And I had two wonderful years as president, even though I was frightened. Precisely. And then here we are today, my starting a podcast, which I am scared to death. <laughs> Yet here I am. Mm -hmm. So I think a, a great message is not letting our fears get in the way of where we are. I'm getting emotional of where we want to go. You are so, you're such an example of becoming CEO of this huge organization and then looking out and saying, okay, now what? <laughs> you know, to me, I think that what, what, what is a drive for me is, um, it's not me, <laughs> but it is what we see, and especially the last couple of years, uh, show us that coaching has such an important role mm. in this world, that we, we can do so much through coaching, uh, that we can help mil millions, and I actually I mean billions of people uh, with coaching, uh, little help big help you know transformation at the level of largest corporation in the world to an individual um, 
victory of overcoming some issue. And coaching can be there to help, right? Uh, the vision of, of, of ICF speaks to coaching being an integral part of a thriving society. Mm-hmm. To me, there are two most important words in this statement. One is integral part, and the other one is thriving society. Because that means, to me, again, this is my interpretation for myself, is that integral part means that anybody who wants to have access to coaching can. And also that means for me is that anybody who wants to become a coach can. And in turn, or as a result of that, society thrives because coaching is supporting society where the society needs support. Again, I think that this last couple of years showed us that um, so many people really change their priorities, right? From quarterly earnings to well-being and health, from annual profits to how do we treat the environment, and so on and so forth. And coaching a coach, professional coach, preferably ICF, of course, would be right there next to that person, people, teams, organizations, systems, helping them make best decisions or deal with consequences of whatever decision they made, but for the good Mm. of the humanity. And that, you know, I've been with ICA for a long time. And as you can imagine, I had multiple opportunities not to be with ICF. And yet the potential, the ability of this profession to seriously help people and change the world is is unprecedented. So in a way, I feel like how many times in your life you can be a part of a history? Mm. Not many. So this is what definitely drives me. Wow. I love some of the things you talked about integral part of a thriving society. And you talked about, you know, this isn't only coaching, it's human development, which I think is wonderful. I remember Janet Harvey saying in a talk that she gave in service to humanity, I find that those words, human development, what more can this universe ask for at this time than human development and being in service to humanity. This is the new currency, if you Mm -hmm. will, for where we are, you know, and where Mm -hmm. we could be going. Yes. Can you elaborate a little bit more on your thoughts about human development. I think it's so important for people to understand a lot about what you said. Thank you for asking this question because it's very important to me. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a passionate, passionate advocate of coaching. I am trained coach. I'm systemic coach. I believe in coaching like, you know, nothing else. And I also recognize that for a human, 
it takes different ways, different paths, different approaches that creates the best outcome. So uh, I am very proud that um, ICF is working closely with Association of Talent Development. We're working with SHRM. We're working with Association of Coach uh, uh, or Change Professionals, facilitators, uh, uh, the uh, active learning uh, people. This is all what comes into an offering to an individual team organization or a system that in single application, in combination, can, or, or in support of, can really produce the best outcome. So, of course, uh, you know, um, as I said, I, I will always be a huge proponent of professional coaching, but sometimes coaching may be a supporting mechanism to something else, that it's more impactful at any given time, or maybe more appropriate for the for the person who's receiving that support at other points coaching may be a lead right i think that when when we just look around ourselves and instead of being territorial about what we're doing we say mm -hmm, and i can partner with you and you and you and you and together we're gonna just create something that's unstoppable that's powerful that's impactful and it's gonna last and that to me is the answer thank you that was wonderful so here's my hunch as the ceo of the icf and the coaching world there had to come a time when coaching has changed over the years people are wanting and needing a different this is my own perspective, a different type of coaching than what it mm -hmm. was back in the day. Mm -hmm. And, and what I hear is to create change and make a difference, you also have to be willing to be resilient, mm -hmm. flexible, sure. and be able to pivot at any given moment, which the coaching world has done. Mm -hmm. If you as a CEO said, no, we're going this way when this way no longer exists, well, all your efforts in creating change would not happen right. because you're not in step with where the world is going and what the needs are. Kudos. <laughs> Thank you. And, 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 and I would like to make a couple of comments on that, if, if I may. One is that uh, uh, thank you for giving me credit for a lot of that. But of course, we have a fantastic group of volunteers, uh, the boards, the, the, the volunteers at the chapter levels like, like you yourselves um, that are making a lot of those decisions that are our hearing methodology, right, to what is needed. And then there is a very interesting, almost a paradox, because on one hand, I truly believe that for any association and for any profession for that matter, one that is the mo most important guiding principle is to be relevant. Relevant. Right. So we as an organization and we as a profession have to be relevant. That relevancy means uh, oftentimes what you just mentioned is to be helpful to people who are seeking your services. Otherwise, they will not be seeking your services. Very simple. 
And yet, from a perspective of the CEO of ICF, every so often comes the question saying, like, how far do we go? And it's still coaching. Maybe it's something else. Maybe we just say we have a lot in common with change management professionals, but let them be professionals in their own right. Let's us be professionals in our own right. And we'll learn from each other. Nothing's wrong with that, right? The never-ending conversation in the coaching world, how much advice should a coach give? Well, we still say the coach should not give an advice unless it is coaching slash consulting relationship. But coach certainly can and should share knowledge that they have. That's a change, right? Another huge, in my opinion, change is in our code of ethics to say that the coach and their client need to be mindful and aware of an impact they work together will have of a greater ecosystem. That's new and relevant, right? So, so I think that the, 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 it, it's a delicate dance of making sure that we are staying true to our values, staying true, which we changed just past year, phenomenal work of almost two years of many, many people, and our new core coaching competencies, and also the updated code of ethics, exactly to do that, to be relevant to what's needed right now. You know, one last uh, comment I'm going to make about that is one of my colleagues at the uh, board of the ICF Foundation, uh, Morel Foreman, he often says that we should never think about what's possible because it's limiting in itself. We should be thinking about what's needed and figure out how to close the gap in our thinking between what's we think possible versus what's needed. So I like to think about it's what's needed and let's make sure that we play the best game we can for what's needed. What piece of advice can you offer someone to create something extraordinary for themselves? I don't know if this is a loaded question, but, um, (laughs) you know, (laughs) something simple or not so when we talk about offering advice thoughts? I think that for for me, and I I will speak from my perspective, is to never stop being curious and never, never thinking that you arrived. I think it is a Zen statement that mastery is just the beginning, not the end. So wherever you are, Think about what's next and why that next is good. For me, again, uh, it's a driving force of with coaching, with ICF, seeing coaching being a phenomenally important and very potent way of truly bringing good to the society. Mm. So when you find that drive, well, I guess I would say uh, summarizing, right? It's like, don't, don't settle for a job 
find a passion and find find a job that allows you to fulfill that passion because then you'll be happy and when you're happy and when you're excited and when when you are just looking forward to every next day the results of your work will will be so much easier to accomplish frankly so so yeah just just huh coaching again right we, we we just make a little nice beautiful circle back to coaching because coaching can help you figure out what it is that really drives you so i lied i have one last very quick question did you ever <laughs> think this is where you'd be right now in your career and life <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> As, as I said before, I'm native of Poland. I never planned on living in, in the U.S. I came here for a job opportunity with the U.S. federal government. I thought two, three years, I'll be back to Poland or at least Europe. Here we go, 26 years later. Trained economist and international trade specialist. I am a coach and running the association. Okay. So no, completely not. Uh, but I actually think that that's beautiful. And I hope, I hope that people would at least take it as a possibility that sometimes we make such a wonderful plans. Ah, I think the last two years taught us making plans, haha, and then we have to change it all because something more powerful or out of control took over. So again, be open, just be open to what's possible and just try to enjoy the most of it and find the way to make it work for you. That is great. And I love the question did you ever think this is where you'd be? And for me, it's also absolutely not. My, my journey was very circuitous, very. Um, so on that note, I just want to say thank you so much for this. It has been so wonderful and so appreciative as my first guest, Magda. Keep doing what you're doing. We all need you. Human development. Thank you so much. Thank you, Terry. Thank you for creating this podcast. I, I hope it's going to be an inspiration to many. And we all know we just, we just can use a little bit more inspiration. Thank you for joining the conversation. For related content on extraordinary work, visit my website, trycoaching.com. I'll be back in two weeks with another conversation. Be sure to follow this podcast so you don't miss an episode. If this resonates with you, I welcome your rating and review. Always remember, when you work with passion and purpose, your work can become extraordinary 